Well, hello and welcome to this English lesson where I'm going to talk about jobs and work. So, jobs and work is an interesting topic. Many people who watch my English videos do actually have jobs or they're looking for a job. Sometimes you want to learn English because you wanna get a job where if you know the English language, maybe you'll get a job that pays more. Uh, Maybe you'll get a job that's just more interesting for you. I know some of you are actually students as well but someday you'll be someday you'll be done school and you will also be looking for work or looking for a job. Before we get started, I do want to mention a few things. First of all, uh, welcome to Maria who has just become a member Uh, and I do know there was another member who joined earlier and I can't remember his name. I tried to thank him but he was not in the chat anymore but welcome to this English lesson. Couple of things before we start. Please use the chat for English conversations between each other. If you do have a question, Todd and Dave will be sharing the link in the chat that you can use to ask the question using a form. I know it sounds complicated but it's the best way for us to do this so that I don't get overwhelmed with questions. And also, make sure if you ask a question, it's about work or about jobs. That's very important because we want to make sure this lesson um, stays on topic. We want to make sure that we only talk about jobs and work as much as possible. So, that being said, let's get started. So, I've used the word job and I've used the word work and these two words kind of work together when you're talking about having a job. When you have a job, so let me just back up a bit. When you use the word job, you say things like I have a job or I'm looking for a job or he doesn't have a job right now. So, a job is something that you do for money. It's when someone decides to hire you and then when you have a job, that person pays you. Work is a more general word. Work refers to anything you do um that requires physical activity or thinking and you don't always get paid for it. Sometimes you do housework. Sometimes you do yard work. Sometimes you work for someone and get paid. Sometimes you don't have work and you're looking for work. So, I've just used the word work in a whole bunch of different ways. Not to confuse you but just so you have a sense that we do use the word job and we do use the word work Not interchangeably but we use both of them when we talk about doing something for money or doing something that needs to be done. Um there's often many Saturdays where I have to do a lot of work around the house and then on Monday, I go to work because I have a job. Okay, let me repeat that for a sec. There are many weekends where I have to do a lot of work around the house. I do work inside the house. I do work outside the house. And that means little things like fix a light switch or clean up the yard and then Monday morning, I go to work because I have a job, okay? So, just a few different ways to use that. Let's talk about a more formal word which is the word employed. When you have a job, you are employed, okay? So, I am employed right now. I am employed by the school that I work at. They have employed me as a teacher. So, this is definitely a more formal way of talking about having a job. Someone might say to you, um, where are you working right now? And you can say, oh, I'm currently employed by the school board to teach high school. Um, so, again, it simply means um the state of having a job if you are employed. Of course, the opposite 
would be the word unemployed. So, when you're unemployed, you're probably sad. You probably would like to have a job. You are probably looking for work. When you are unemployed, it's not very fun to sit at home knowing that all of your friends have jobs. It's not very nice to be unemployed. I was unemployed once in my life. A long time ago when I moved to the province of Quebec, I was unemployed for an entire month and I was running out of money. When you are unemployed, if you have a certain amount of money in the bank, you slowly start to use up that money. It was not very enjoyable to be unemployed. So, once again, when you are employed, you have a job. When you are unemployed, you don't have a job. When you are unemployed, there's two phrases we use. Um, We say that you are looking for work or you are looking for a job. So, it's kind of funny um, because we use these almost equally. Um, I know when I was unemployed, I went out and I was looking for a job every day. I was constantly looking for work. I worked for my landlord a little bit but I went to different restaurants and I went to different places that were hiring and I applied for a job there. So, when you are unemployed, you are definitely looking for work or looking for a job. Um so, there's two kinds of workers. Um the first kind of worker is the kind of worker that you want to be. You want to be a hard worker or you want to be a good worker, okay? You want your boss to like you. When your boss gives you jobs to do, you want to work at them um very diligently. When you do something diligently, you do it really well. You want your colleagues and your coworkers to know that you're a good worker because if there's a project you have to do together, you want them to want to work with you. I always uh try to be a really good worker and a hard worker at the jobs that I have. Right now as a teacher, I think I work pretty hard. Um I think um I think I work pretty hard and I think I am a good worker. Now, let me tell you one other thing. There's a difference between being a hard worker and if something is hard work, okay? So, when you're a hard worker, your boss tells you what to do and you do the job and you're happy and you do it well. But when you need to do something that we would describe as hard work, it means the job is going to be difficult. So, notice a little bit of a change there. If Jen said to me, I need you to dig 10 holes in the ground on the farm, that would be hard work. That would certainly be a difficult thing to do. The opposite of course is a bad worker. You don't wanna be a bad worker. A bad worker is lazy. A bad worker makes mistakes. A bad worker is often late for work. So, I've just used a number of different ways to describe a bad worker. You don't want to be a bad worker. Um you don't want to take extra long lunch breaks. You don't want to be late for work every day. You don't want your colleagues to be annoyed with you because when you do a job, you make lots of mistakes. You do not want to be a bad worker. That's just not a good idea. Um so, let's talk a little bit more about the word employ. So, employ is a verb which means to hire someone and it's where we get employee, employer, employed, unemployed from. An employer is the place where you work, okay? It's not your boss. So, for me, I have a boss but my employer is the school. If someone, if I was filling out a form 
and the form said who where do you work? I would write the place where I work and if it said who is your employer? I would write the place where I work, okay? So, my employer is the school board. My employer is not the boss. If you worked at McDonald's, your employer would be McDonald's, not the person who is the boss at the restaurant. If you worked at Starbucks, your employer is Starbucks, not the person who runs the coffee shop. Um so, just a little bit of a a difference there between boss and employer and then you are an employee. When you have a job, you are an employee. Um this again is a more formal term. Um if someone said to me, oh, are you an employee at that school? It would sound kind of strange. We don't really use the word employee that way. It's it's correct. They would more likely say, do you work at that school? And I would say, yes, I work there. But if I was filling out an an official form, it might ask me if I have been an employee at a certain company in the past or are you currently an employee at this place of business? So, it's kind of a formal term for a worker. It's not used a lot in everyday speech. You know, I wouldn't say to you know Brent from American English with this guy, um at what school are you an employee? It just sounds very formal. It's not incorrect or um like Rod the Brazilian English teacher. I wouldn't say to Rod um let me see here. Are you an employee at the local high school? Like this sounds it's right but it sounds a little bit weird. I would though say this. I could ask someone who is an owner of a business, how many employees do you have? That would be something that we would actually say when we're speaking English. So, just more of a a a formal term for someone who is a worker. There's a few kinds of jobs. One is a part-time job. The other is a full-time job. When you have a part-time job, you don't work a full work week. A full work week in Canada is around 40 hours per week. If you are full-time, you work at least 40 hours per week. So, usually you work an eight to nine hour day Monday through Friday. When you are part-time, you work maybe six hours a week, maybe 30 hours a week, maybe 20 hours per week. Um so, you are definitely a part-time employee. Um a lot of times students who are in university will look for a part-time job and then they will be a part-time employee at that place of business. Um when I was in university, I worked at the audiovisual department and I worked there part-time, okay? I had a part-time job at the audiovisual department of my university. So, again, a part-time job is less than 40 hours per week. A full-time job is usually 40 hours per week or more, okay? Sometimes like my sister has a full-time job and she works about 44 hours per week. My brother, sorry, my sister has a full-time job. I think I said full-time. My brother has a full-time job and he works about 42 hours per week. It really depends. Once you work more than 45 or 50 hours, that's considered what we call overtime but I'll talk about that a little bit later. There are two ways to get paid for your work. You might have an hourly wage. We also say you get paid by the hour. So, when I was younger, in the summers, I was a construction worker and I had a job where I was paid by the hour. I received hourly wages for my work. So, I worked about 45 or 50 hours per week 
and I was paid a certain amount of money per hour. I think I was paid $6 an hour or $7 an hour. Notice I'm interchangeably saying $6 an hour or $6 per hour. Those both work. Um so when I was younger, I had a job where I received an hourly wage where I was paid by the hour. Um now I have a job where I receive a salary. A salary is when you receive a certain amount of money per year and your hours are less set in stone. When something is set in stone, it's very permanent. With my job right now, I'm expected to teach my classes every day. I'm expected to be at school for eight hours a day from September until the end of June but it's a little more flexible um in terms of how I'm paid. If I work 12 hours a day or if I work just eight hours a day, I get the same amount of money. So, the school has decided that I will get a certain amount of money for the whole year and it's my job then to make sure I work at least the the full workday but sometimes I do need to work more. If you're wondering why teachers have the summer off, it's because most teachers work a seven or eight hour day at school and then they usually work an additional hour or two at night, sometimes three hours. So, the idea is that teachers kind of work about 50, 60 hours a week for 10 months and then we get a little bit of a break. So, that's kind of nice. Um hey, let's uh jump over to some questions. Um let me get my question app running here and we'll do some questions. I do wanna say hi to everyone in the chat. I don't think I said hi to everybody uh this time around um but I do wanna jump over and just look at the chat. I see SEO Wu, Natalia Belgrade, Semra is here, Key Park is here, Rod, the Brazilian English teacher of course and I saw Brent from American English with this guy here earlier. Uh let's see here. Brent is actually saying, great point. An employee of a school might imply someone who isn't a teacher, maybe a custodian or a cafeteria worker. Definitely very true. Uh let's see here. Who else is here? Ricardo is here uh, and many, many more people. Talk Italian with Arone is here. Good to see you. Um let me scroll down and see a few more names. Uh Riza is here. Uh Lucia is here. Uh let me see. Mary is here. Um but Let's get to the questions. Enough saying hi. It's nice to say hi to everyone. I do wanna say hi to the 422 people watching as well. This is an English lesson about jobs and work. I'm Bob the Canadian. If you're new here, there's a subscribe button there if you wanna click it. But let's look at this question here. Henry from Taiwan says, hi teacher Bob. Is a bounty hunter job common in Canada? Thank you. So, no. Um a bounty hunter is someone who chases criminals who have gotten out of jail or who have um maybe they jumped their bail. Maybe they were taken out of jail on a bail where people paid money to get them out. Um no, I don't know anyone who is a bounty hunter but I will tell you this much. There are people who look for employees for a company uh and you might call them um yeah, I think I don't actually can't think of the term right now but no, I think that might be more common in the United States. They have a different justice system down there. Uh let's see here. Katerina says, hello, my dear teacher Bob. How can I say I occupied the position or post? What's the difference? Thank you. A sweet Saturday evening. So, when you work somewhere, you have a position there or you have a post there. I have a position at my school as a teacher and I would say 
you know, I have a position as a teacher. I could say I occupy the position of teacher. It's a very formal way of saying it. We would just use the word have, Katerina. I would say I have a position at the school. I'm a teacher or I'm applying for a position at the school to become a teacher there um, or I'm applying for a position at the factory to work on the assembly line. Uh definitely. A post is usually when you're sent somewhere. So, you might be working for um let's see the post office and you might be posted at a small post office in a little town. That means they've sent you there. In the army as well, you get posted places like oh, he's posted at the base up outside of Ottawa right now. So, when you're posted somewhere, it's more like you're sent there. Uh let's see here. <laughs> Leo. Would you call your colleague a goody two-shoes or is it offensive? It would be offensive. If I knew a colleague well and we were joking around and we were really good friends as well as coworkers, I might say, ah, you're just a goody two-shoes. You're always saying nice things about the boss. But if I didn't have a good relationship with a colleague, I would not call them a goody two-shoes. It would be considered an insult. That's kind of how insults work in English and other languages. If I say something to my brother who I know well, he knows it's a joke but I wouldn't say the same things to someone I don't know as well. Uh let's see here. Ruslan. Hello, dear teacher or hello, teacher Bob. It's nice to see you. Thanks, Ruslan. What professions do you consider the most beneficial for society and what occupations will humanity need in the future? Right now, I consider scientists who work in the medical field the most important profession in the world. Um I really do. Um and this might sound like I'm tooting my own horn. I think teachers are pretty important too but I don't know. That sounds like I'm bragging a little bit. Um um I don't mean to do that but right now, I think doctors, nurses, healthcare providers and certainly the scientists who are researching um and developing vaccines for this virus, I think they are the most important in the world. And I think we'll need more of them in the future, Ruslan. I think that answers your second question a little bit. Uh let's see here. <laughs> SL Lanka says, hi, Bob. Have you ever experienced your boss cracking a whip over your head? I quit my last job because my boss was a real pain in the neck. So, we often use the phrase crack the whip. Sometimes when workers aren't working well, the boss has to crack the whip. It doesn't mean he actually has a whip. That would be illegal in Canada. Um but if your boss cracks the whip, it means your boss is like, get this job done. Get it done right away. I need this done by one o'clock. Get to work. That would be uh your boss cracking the whip. Um and I've had bosses who are a pain in the neck before but I usually think about how happy I am to have a job and then that helps me uh not get too worried about it. Um Andrew says, hi, Bob. Hi, Andrew. Does the pandemic influence your working day and life? Yes. So, because I'm a teacher, we teach remotely sometimes and then we go to in-person learning other times. So, right now, we are in a um a spell of in-person learning. So, I go to school every day and I have classes every day where students sit six feet or two meters apart. Um but we just finished uh remote learning in January. We were at home teaching using the computers and the internet for a while. So, that's the biggest effect and it looks like we might do remote learning again towards April, May. We're not sure if there's going to be a third wave of this virus. So, we'll have to wait and see. 
Um, let's see here. Ty says, what kind of job do you have? Little fix there and have a great day. Well, thanks Ty. I hope you have a great day as well. I am a teacher. I teach high school. In Canada, high school students are between the age of 13 or 14 up to 17 or 18. So, we have grade 9, grade 10, grade 11, grade 12. I teach French, computer studies and a little bit of business to mostly grade 11 students. I think this year I've had almost all grade 11 classes. I have a grade 12 class right now and I had a grade 10 class last semester but mostly I teach grade 11 students those three subjects and I've done that for a long time. I think 23 or 24 years, almost 25 years I think. Um yo-yo, dear teacher Bob, can you please tell me what was your first job? Little correction there. Did you like it? Thank you. So, my first job was working for my parents on the farm but I didn't really get paid and it was just kind of part of life. So, I wouldn't call it a job. My first real job, notice I used the word real. That would be the first job where I didn't work on the farm. My first real job was at a greenhouse, a place that grew potted plants um and my sister, my older sister and I worked at a greenhouse and our job was to basically water plants, load uh potted plants onto trucks to have them delivered. So, that was my first job. Um it was fun. I didn't I liked the money. It was nice to get paid to do work um because my parents didn't pay me. Uh one more question from Rod and then we'll get back to the lesson. Rod says, good morning, sir. Hi, Rod. How are you today? I'm good. Uh what's your favorite? I'm less busy than yesterday, Rod, when we talked. Uh Rod and I had chatted on Skype yesterday and it was the shortest conversation we've ever had. I was like, hi, Rod. I got 10 minutes. <laughs> I hope you're having a good day today, Rod. My day's less busy today, just so you know. Uh so, what's your favorite work? At your job, do you feel really fulfilled by teaching French? Have a lovely day. Um I think teaching is my favorite job although I had to clean the driveway with the tractor the other day and I love driving a tractor on the farm as well. Even when I was a kid, I loved, I've always loved driving the tractor. Um and yes, I 100% feel fulfilled teaching in a classroom. I don't know if I will ever quit although I will teach part-time at some point. I taught part-time last fall and I'm full-time again now. Notice the words part-time and full-time. Um and next year I'm hoping to maybe teach part-time all year. We'll see. My job is very flexible in that sense. Okay. Sometimes when you have a job where you're paid by the hour or where you are paid hourly wages, your boss might ask you to work overtime. So, normally maybe you work 40 hours a week but there's a really big project that needs to get done. Your boss might say, hey, can you work overtime this weekend? Uh can you work late tonight? Can you put in a few extra hours for me so that we can get this done? So, your boss might ask you to work overtime or your boss might ask you to work late. Let me just check. Yes. Your boss might ask you to come in on Saturday. That's the phrase we use. Your boss might say, hey, can you come in on Saturday morning? Um we really wanna get this project done. If you could come in Saturday and work five or six hours, that would be great. So, your boss might ask you to work overtime. So, he or she might say, hey, can you work overtime this weekend? Can you work late tonight? Can you come in on Saturday and work a few hours? Or can you come in early? This is my least favorite one. (laughs) My least favorite question from my boss is, can you come in early tomorrow? Um I'd rather work late 
or I'd rather work on a Saturday. So, um but yes, this only happens if you have a job where you're paid by the hour. If you have a salary job, your boss might ask this as well but it wouldn't be called overtime um because when you work overtime, you get paid extra. Um if you are paid a salary, you might be asked to work late but if you are on an hourly wage and your boss asks you to work overtime or to work late, you would get paid extra. That means you would get more money per hour possibly. Um and then another thing you might get from your place of work is uh, a bonus. So, every year at my job, we get a bonus at Christmas. We get a little envelope and there's a special gift inside. It's usually a gift card uh that we can use to take our family out to eat but some people get money as a Christmas bonus. Some people when they finish a job or project early at work, they might get paid extra money. They might get a bonus for getting the job done early. So, bonuses are really cool to have. I used a phrase in there, place of work. Uh I don't think I talked about that yet. Um we often refer to the place where we work as our place of work. So, my place of work is a school. Your place of work might be a restaurant. Your place of work might be a hospital. It's kind of a a little term we use to refer to um the place where we work. Place of work. Um so, some simpler words here. You of course, if you have a job, have a boss. Um a boss is the person who either owns the business or has been hired to be the boss, okay? So, when I was younger, when I worked for my uncle, he owned a business and he was the boss. Right now, I work at a school. My employer is the school and they have hired a person to be my boss. So, the boss at a place of work can be the person who owns the business or it can be a person who has been hired to be a boss. It can be one or the other. Um if you work in a larger uh place of business, you might have a supervisor or a manager. If you work somewhere and there are only five or six people that work there, you'll probably just have a boss. But if you work somewhere where 50 or 100 people uh work there, you will probably have supervisors or managers. These are people who um they're kind of your boss but they report to a bigger boss above them. So, if you look at the structure of a business, a large business will have a boss and then they'll have a lot of supervisors or managers and then they'll have a lot of workers or employees at the bottom. So, workers and employees don't talk to the boss directly. Instead, they have a manager or supervisor who is in charge of them. So, it's their job to make sure you get your work done. Um the people you work with are called your colleagues or they're called your coworkers. You can use either word. Um I often use these words interchangeably. I'll say, oh, the other day a colleague used a really funny English phrase or the other day a coworker used a really funny English phrase. So, colleague and coworker completely interchangeable, okay? At work, I have a number of colleagues. I don't work at a large school but I work with over 30 people. I have 30 coworkers. I have 30 colleagues that I work with. Um there's different kinds of work. Um you might have what's called shift work. Shift work is when you might work. So, a normal job 
I guess I can use the word normal. A normal job you work from maybe eight till four. Maybe you work from nine to five. That's a common way to refer to a job as well. You could say, oh, I just gotta just I need to get a nine to five job. But most people I know who work in Canada, they work from seven till four or they work from seven till four thirty or they work from eight till five. I don't really know anyone that works from nine to five. That's not a very long work day. Uh, most people work maybe eight thirty to four thirty. Um so that's normal. But sometimes uh where you work might have shift work. So, you might work the day shift. You might work the afternoon shift. You might work the night shift um or we also have what's called the graveyard shift which is in the middle of the night. So, shift work happens outside of what you would call a normal work day. I had a friend who worked at a steel factory and he worked the night shift. So, he was a shift worker. Um he would work the night shift for a few weeks and then he would work the afternoon shift for a few weeks and then he would work the night shift again. So, he would sleep during the day because he always he was always working at a different time than most of the world. Many of you probably know people or you yourselves are a shift worker. If you are a nurse, you probably have night shifts or afternoon shifts or day shifts. Um you work because you like your job but you also work because you want to get a paycheck. Um a paycheck is what the place of business gives you uh in in exchange for your work. Um so I currently get a paycheck. I get paid two times per month. I get paid um directly. I don't actually get a piece of I don't actually get a check like this anymore. It all happens electronically through the internet. So, I get a paycheck every two weeks but I actually don't get the physical uh document. I don't get a piece of paper saying give Bob the Canadian this much money for his work, okay? Um but you work because you want to get a paycheck and usually if you do get a paycheck, you will get a pay stub or a pay slip with the paycheck. This is simply a printout of how much you worked, how much income tax they took off. In Canada, the government takes part of your paycheck. So, when I get paid, you know, if if my job gives me $500, the government takes like 200 of it. They that's my comes right off my paycheck. Um so, on your pay stub or pay slip, they will tell you that. So, I don't get an actual paycheck anymore but I get a pay stub still in my mailbox at work. Uh every two weeks, I get a pay stub saying, we paid you this amount. Here is the money we took off uh for benefits and income tax, etc., etc. But hey, we're gonna look at some comments for a sec or some questions. Let me do a small switch here. I'm going to change the chat so that it is members only. So, we are now in members only chat mode. Uh if you are a member, it means your name will be in green over there wherever the chat is and you'll have a small crown beside your name and you also can ask questions during the members only part of these live English lessons. So, if you are one of the 498 people watching and you're wondering what's happening right now, I'm going to take questions from the form but I'm also gonna answer questions from the chat from my members and if you would like to be a member, there's a join button below that you can click and it will explain what being a member does for you. Let me get to the next question. Let's see here. Dima says, 
Hi, Mr. Bob. Thanks a lot for your help. My question is, how often do Canadians want to change their job? It depends on their job. In my profession as a teacher, people don't change their jobs very often. They often work for most of their life in the same job um but I do know my sister works in a hospital and people um sometimes move around a bit. They like to work at bigger hospitals. So, if they are at a small hospital, they might try to get to get a job in a larger hospital. Hey, we got Brent from American English with this guy says, I love getting a pay stub. It's so nice to get paid. <laughs> I know that uh, you're not supposed to uh let me see here. You're not supposed to love money too much but uh, I love getting my paycheck and getting my pay stub. Uh and Brent from American English with this guy also says, how long is your commute to work? It takes me 11 minutes to get to work, Brent. <laughs> it's not a very long commute at all. In fact, I often laugh because my phone at the end of the workday, it automatically for some reason tells me the traffic and it says, roads are clear. Um you'll be home in 11 minutes. Um but I actually drive through the countryside. There's never any traffic jams but yes, on a good day, 11 minutes. Today, probably 15 or 20 because it's a bit snowy. Uh key part, you are not necessary to worry about unemployment now because you are a successful YouTuber to a certain extent but you know, I realize that um things are fleeting. There's things in life that are very permanent and there's things that can be fleeting. You know, there might come a day where uh people just don't um don't enjoy my videos anymore <laughs> and then maybe it'll all be over but we'll see. My job as a high school teacher is a lot more permanent I think than YouTubing. Ricardo says, hello teacher Bob. How are you? My question is, how the income tax is paid in Canada? How much is it? Thanks. So, in Canada, the more money you make, the more income tax you pay and there's two ways that you pay income tax. If you have a job, um your place of employment sends the, your income tax money straight to the government, okay? So, I get a certain amount of money every two weeks but they take off a few hundred dollars and they send it to the government. I don't get that money at all but at the end of the year, you have to do your taxes. I was actually mentioning to Rod when we chatted yesterday that um on Tuesday, I did my taxes. I got all my paperwork together. So, you have to report to the government what you made from your job and if you had any other income and then you need to send that money as well. So, because I make a little bit of money from YouTube ads, I do have to pay income tax on that later. Um let's see here. Evgeny, good morning, teacher. Um oh, how much is it? It's anywhere from 20% to over 50% of your income is paid in income tax depending on how much you make. Evgeny, good morning, teacher. What kind of part-time job prefer Canadian teenagers during or while studying at university. I'm not a teenager actually, just I'm interested. Mostly, they work at fast food restaurants or they look for what's called an on-campus job. So, they might work at the university library. They might work at the cafeteria on the university campus. Um but yeah, they usually work for uh they find a job where they can make an hourly wage. Usually, they work at McDonald's or Tim Hortons or some other fast food restaurant. Uh let's see here. Lolly, if I understood correctly as a nurse, my employer is the hospital. Am I right? Yes. So, my sister works at a hospital. Her employer is the hospital, okay? So, you could say the hospital board or the governing body of the hospital but definitely that is who her employer is. So, for you as well, if you work, if you are a nurse, 
Your employer is the hospital that you work at. Uh Rod says, Mr. Bob, the words position and capacity when work related, which one works best? Are there proper scenarios to use them? So, if someone is able to do a job, you say they have the capacity to do it, okay? If um let's see here. If if my boss said, hey, Bob, I need you to teach a music class. I would say, oh, I don't have the capacity to teach music, okay? It means I don't have the ability. So, then I would say to him, I don't want that position. There, I use the word position too. Uh Brent says, that's awesome. My commute is 12 minutes. No joke. Brent and I are a lot more similar than people realize. <laughs> uh let's see here. Could you maybe talk about burnout when it comes to jobs? Hey, that's a good phrase, Brent. Uh so, American English with this guy, Brent is asking me to talk a little bit about burnout. Burnout is when you work at a job for a long time, maybe a short time, but you're putting in so much time and you're using so much energy like physical energy and mental energy that you get to the point where you might be a little bit depressed or you're just feeling um not able to work or you just don't feel like going to work and we would call that burnout. It's very common for people in high stress jobs to experience burnout. If you work in a job where you work long hours Um and it's a very difficult job. You might eventually get mentally tired and physically tired uh and be unable to work. Great question, Brent. Uh let's see here. Um SEO Wu says, uh, let me just make sure I've got the right one here. Yes. So, SEO Wu. Hi, Bob. I get a bonus next month. Let's go eat something delicious. Yes. Unfortunately, I have a job where I only get a Christmas bonus uh but I have a relative, a cousin who has a job where every project he gets done on time and under budget. So, if they wanna spend $500,000 to finish a project and if he as the project manager gets it done early and for less money, he gets a bonus. So, he gets like three bonuses a year. It's really handy. Um uh F Jenny, thanks for your response, teacher. I wish you have only a great job the rest of your life. I hope so too. Um we would say I'm in the last third of my employment. So, in life, um sometimes people look at having a career as there's three thirds. There's the first third where you're new. There's the middle third where you've become pretty good at it and then there's the last third where um yeah, you're just looking forward to retirement but also trying to do a good job every day. Um so I'm beginning the last third of my life as a as a worker. Um let's see here. Um Key Park, what do you call the kind of person who works for themselves such as an author or something? Oh, so that would be someone who is self-employed. I should have made a slide for that, Key Park. When you are self-employed, it means that you have a business and you earn money through that business. Jen is self-employed, okay? Jen grows flowers on the farm. She works for herself. That's another way to say it. This that's a great question by the way. Jen is self-employed. Jen works for herself. Jen is her own boss. <laughs> that's a common phrase as well. Um I want to start a business because I want to be my own boss. There you go. Uh merci Bob from Lolly. Hi there. Sorry I'm I'm late. Corey J, you're not you're not late. You can come and go as you please with these live streams. It's good to see you, Corey. Norma says, the same is here regarding income tax. Also, retired people have discounts according to how much they earn. Yeah, my mom gets a lot of discounts as an older person. Um even when she goes shopping, if she shops on Tuesday mornings at some stores, she gets 10% off because she's older. 
It's kind of nice. Uh, Natalia, hello, Bob. How it's called a senior discount, by the way. My mom gets a senior discount or a senior's discount. Hello, Bob. What do you call the first and second part of your salary? Thank you for your answer. So, I'm not sure because here you get one salary. There isn't a really a first or second part. I know in some jobs, um, I know someone who gets a certain salary but then they get commission. So, they get paid a certain amount of money to sell cars but then for every car they sell, they get three percent of what they sold the car for. So, they have a salary but they also get a commission uh, on that. In Canada as well, there's something called a realtor who sells houses. A realtor doesn't get a salary or hourly wage. They get a commission when they sell the house. So, they get a certain amount of the money. Uh let's see here. Um Brent from American English with this guy. Wait, teachers in Canada get bonuses? I'm moving. We get a Christmas bonus, Brent. Um and I'll I'll let you know sometime if we talk privately how how good it is. It's not amazing. Um I know people who get a lot uh, larger bonuses but we do get two weeks off at Christmas. So, that's kind of a bonus in and of itself. Uh let's see here. I should probably keep moving with let me do one more question from the chat or from the uh form from Chinoa and then we'll get back to the lesson. Chinoa says, hi, Mr. Bob. Could you please say which one of these phrases is correct or the best to use? Work from home or working from home. Working at home or working. Let me leave the last one off. Here's how we talk about working from home. I could say, I'm going to be working from home next week. I could say, I'm going to be working at home next week. I could say, I need to work from home next week. And I could say, I need to work I will be working at home. I need to work at home next week. All of those work. The last, the third one doesn't work, okay? But definitely, there's a number of variations on that. I wish we would, I wish we would choose one and just keep it there. Uh let me get back to the chat here and I will turn members only chat off. I will do one more question and then we'll get back to the lesson. Um Allah says, oh, Uh, Hi, Bob. Is it allowed for underage people to get a job in Canada? When will you allow your kids to start a job? So, normally, you need to be about 15 or 16 years old to get a job but in some industries, you can work at a younger age if your parents own the business. So, our children are allowed to work for us because we are on a farm um and I think they still need to be 12 or 13. I don't think you can work under the age of 12. But if my kids wanted a job in a restaurant, I think they need to be 15 or 16 years old. For sure 16, possibly 15 before you can get a job. Okay, let's get back to this lesson. Let me see where I'm at. No problem. One of the nicest things about having a job is the times during the day when you don't have to work. We have something called coffee break. We sometimes call it morning break or afternoon break. Generally, if you have a job, you have two coffee breaks every day. You usually have one at 10 or 10.30 in the morning and you usually have another one sometime mid-afternoon. You don't have to drink coffee when you have a coffee break. (laughs) In fact, Rod and I uh, chat usually once a week via uh, Skype and I call it uh, coffee break but neither of us drink coffee Um, but we do use the term coffee break like, oh, um, how long is your coffee break at work? Oh, we get 10 minutes. So, again, A coffee break is a short break. 
usually in the morning, the middle of the morning, the middle of the afternoon and it's usually about 10 to 15 minutes. You also get a lunch break. You might call it lunch time or you might just call it lunch but when you have lunch break, usually it's about half an hour. Some people get a whole hour for lunch. I get about 40 minutes for lunch at work. So, my lunch break is 40 minutes long and during my lunch break, if I want, I can go to the lunch room or the break room. Depending on where you work, um you might have a lunch room or break room if you work in a large building. At my school, we also call it the staff room because it's a school. That's a unique name for schools but you at a, when my when I worked in a restaurant, we actually had a small break room where you could go on your break. Um you might take a working lunch. Sometimes at school, even though I have 40 minutes to have lunch, I might take a working lunch. So, a working lunch is when you work and you eat at the same time. Sometimes at work, we will have a meeting at lunch. We will have a lunchtime meeting and we will eat our lunch while we meet with other teachers to discuss things. Um it's not super common. It's better to take a break but sometimes I have a working lunch at school. Um let me just check where I'm at. We had this slide last week. (laughs) Someone who is a workaholic is someone who works too much. This is different than your boss asking you to work overtime. Someone who is a workaholic decides that they want to work more than they should. They get up early to go to work. They work a long day and they come home really late at night. They are a workaholic. Maybe even after they get home from work, they still keep working. It's not good to be a workaholic. Um it can cause stress and eventually it can cause burnout. One of the things people like is when they get a raise. Um if you are getting paid $20 per hour and your boss says, I'm going to give you $21 an hour starting next week, we would say that you got a raise. It's really nice to get a raise. Um I get a small raise every year to accommodate inflation. So, if inflation, I'm not gonna explain inflation but if inflation is 1%, then I get a 1% raise every year. So, a raise is when if you make a certain amount of money and then your place of work starts paying you more. It's nice to get a raise. Sometimes you can ask for a raise. At my work, you can't ask for a raise. Everything that Um what people are paid as teachers is decided. There's no you can't ask for a raise but if I was a construction worker and I was really good at it, I might be able to ask my boss for a raise. Um if you don't have a job, we use the phrase uh to apply for a job. So, if you are out of work or if you are unemployed, we might say that you need to apply for a job. So, someone who is looking for work is going to go out to apply for a job every day they might apply for more than one job every day um because not having a job isn't fun. I mean, it might be fun for a day or two but then it's nice to find a job. When a place of business decides that they want you as a worker, we would say that they are hiring you. Um it's nice to get hired. I remember when I got hired at the school I work at now, I was super excited because I was young. I was still in university. I had one semester to go. Um but I came and I applied for the job and I was hired. I was very, very happy to get hired. Um yeah, Brett, we get a we get an automatic raise every year. It's actually um I think there's a map somewhere that shows if you go from Florida to Canada 
and you look at how much teachers get paid, the further north you go, the better the pay is. I think where you are versus the southern states, you probably do get paid better. I think if that map is still accurate. Um if your boss doesn't like you or if you do something wrong at work, you might get fired. It is not fun to get fired. It's not fun to lose a job because you have bad job performance. Maybe you've made a lot of mistakes. Maybe you just don't get along with your colleagues and you're fighting all the time. Um maybe you're just lazy and late for work and you just don't do the job well. There are many reasons to get fired but it's not an enjoyable thing at all. Sometimes though you lose your job because um they lay you off. When layoffs refer to a time when a let's say a business has 10 workers and sales are down. Whatever product the business is selling, sales are down. So, they might say we need to lay off two people. There's going to be layoffs. We are going to lay off two people. Two people are going to be laid off. Notice I used a number of variations of that word and phrase but definitely when you get laid off, it's not fun. And you would describe someone in this way as well. Like, oh, Joe got laid off. Yeah, Joe's laid off right now. Did you hear Joe's laid off? Yeah, he's looking for work. So, Yeah, he got yeah, there was a lot of layoffs at his company. So, right now, he's laid off. Not fun to get laid off. Um and then we have a phrase to be married to your work and this goes along with the phrase or the word workaholic. So, someone who is married to their work. Um you know, people meet and people fall in love and they get married and then they spend the rest of their lives together. They spend every waking moment together. Well, some people uh, might feel married to their work. So, it's like they spend so much time working. It feels like they're married to their work. It's just kind of a funny term that we use. And then here's the last thing. I think most of you know this. In English, when you want to know what someone does for work, when you want to know what someone's job is, you actually use this phrase. What do you do for a living? We you might say, what do you do for work? But generally, we do say, hey, what do you do for a living? Um you might say, where do you work? Yeah, both would work but I think generally, if I met someone, I would say, hey, what do you do for a living? Um if they were a younger person, I might say, are you still in school or what do you do for a living? Um or what do you do for work? Anyways, let's get back to the questions. I have about 10 minutes here to kind of get through The last questions here. I know I'm not very far along but I will take 10 minutes to answer questions. Um as I do that, I do wanna say hello to the 575 people watching. Uh popular topic this morning, I guess. Uh this is an English lesson on work uh and jobs and uh we're just wrapping up by answering some viewer questions. So, let me get that done. Let me get to the next one. Um Dimitri says, Mr. Bob, Can you name the top five new professions you have not heard of before? No, that's very difficult. (laughs) I don't know. All I know is that the world of technology and the world of computers is the fastest growing area for new types of jobs. You know, 30 years ago, there weren't a lot of jobs in the computer world but now there are a lot like web developer, database programmer, um like even cryptocurrency, um a programmer. I don't know. There's so many different jobs in that world now. Uh let's see here. Ario says, I haven't worked yet. I'm a student. Ha ha. I have money in my piggy bank. Awesome. Save that money. The less money you spend, the more money you have. 
or what's the old phrase? A penny saved is a penny earned. Uh Arone says, hi, Bob. If you weren't a teacher, what other job would you have done? So, two different jobs, Arone. I could have become a farmer. My parents didn't want me to become a farmer. Well, I shouldn't say that. They encouraged me to get a university degree. Um so, I could have become a farmer. Um I would have enjoyed that or I probably would have worked in some sort of computer field for sure. Um let's see. Mary Kay. Hi, teacher Bob. I hope you have a great day. You too, Mary Kay. What do you think are the most important things in your job? For me as a teacher, I think the most important thing is to make sure students know that I appreciate the work they're doing. It's important. In my classes, I I need students to feel encouraged. I think the most important thing for me as a teacher is to make sure even when students make mistakes, I don't want to make them feel bad. I want to encourage them to do better, okay? I think that's the most important thing. Hadi says, hello, Bob. Nice to see you. Hi, Hadi. My query is, what do you call a person proficient in his skills? We would call them an expert, okay? Um, So, we have senior teachers. You have expert teachers. Um, Certainly, I think that would probably be the best description. I would describe someone as an expert. Oh, he's an expert in his field or she's an expert in his her field. Uh, Let's see here. Ricardo says, hello, teacher Bob. My question is, in Canada, the wage is paid by the hour and how to know the salary at the end of the month. Each month is a different amount. So, when you work by the hour, you usually have what's called a time card and you need to write on the time card the hours that you work and then your boss or your place of employment knows how much to pay you. When I was a construction worker, uh, at the end of the week, I had to write down what days I worked and how many hours I worked every day Uh, and it was called a time card. In some places uh, where you work, it's automatic. When you sign into work, the computer uh, keeps track of it but uh, some places still just use uh, old-fashioned time cards. Uh Naomi says, hello, Mr. Bob. Do you have a so-called minimum wage in your country? If you do, how much is it? Thank you in advance. In Canada, the minimum wage is about 14 to 15 dollars an hour in Ontario. That is our minimum wage. Uh let me see here. Harry Potter says, hi, Bob. This is the second live I'm watching. Hi, Harry. My question is, what made you want to be a teacher? Have an amazing day. I've always just liked teaching people stuff. So, uh, I didn't actually realize I wanted to be a teacher until someone said, you probably would be a good teacher because you really like teaching people stuff. So, I guess that's how it goes. Yes. Uh let's see here. Um Bruno. Bruno says, so the word salary only refers to the amount of money earned per year. What if I wanted to refer to the amount of money earned per month? Uh you would just say um you know I get a salary and my salary is this much per year or if you divide it by 12 it's this much per month. So um we don't really usually talk about how much we make per month. We usually talk about how much we make per hour and how much we make per year. Those are the two more important things. Let's see. Aiden. Hi, Bob. Could you please tell me in detail what is the difference between income and salary? So, salary is how much your job pays you for one year of work um, or how much your job pays you. Income is all the money you make in a year. So, some people just have one job. So, all of their salary is the same as their income. But I have many jobs. I make money at work. 
I make money from the farm. I make a little bit of money for YouTube. All of that added together is my income. So, let's see here. Arda says, hi, Bob. I'm a young entrepreneur. I want to start my small business in Ontario. Can you give information about government incentives and small business vocabulary? I can do a lesson on small business vocabulary but if you need to know more information, I would just search starting a business in Ontario, Canada and you'll probably find the government website that will help you. Let's see here. Alex says, what is the most popular types of work in Canada? Salesperson or plant worker? I think the most popular type of work in Canada is probably someone with a university degree. We have a very good university system and many people in Canada have a college or university degree. It's very, very common. Um so, I think that would be the most uh common type of job I think. Let's see here. Um <laughs> Zahira. Hello, teacher. How are you? My question is, what is the difference between being overwhelmed and overworked? You can only be overworked because you are working too much. But you could be overwhelmed for a variety of reasons. Maybe you have too many children. (laughs) Maybe your car broke down. Maybe it's snowing really hard and you have to drive through a snowstorm. That can all overwhelm you. You can feel overwhelmed but you can only be overworked if you work too much. Uh let's see here. Nyun says, hi, Bob. What's your first job and do you have a coworker? Have a great day. So, my first job was at a greenhouse um moving plants around and watering plants and yes, I have almost 30 coworkers. Actually, maybe over 30 now. Um let's see here. I'm gonna skip the next question because it's not about Oleg. What is the average salary in Canada? I think the average salary in Canada is about 50,000 Canadian dollars per year. That's probably about the average. Um Nadia. Hi, Bob. Can we say a freelance worker about when talking about a person who works for themselves? Thank you for your thank you. You're the best. Have a great day. Sorry, I'm having trouble reading right now. I'm thinking of too many things because I have to leave for work in three minutes. Um so, a freelance worker doesn't actually work for themselves. A freelance worker works for other people but not permanently. So, let's say you make web pages and you are a freelance web designer. That means that someone might call you and say, I need a web page. You make a web page for them. They pay you and you're done. You don't work for them for longer than maybe a month. Oops. Maybe uh let's see. You are a writer and you are a freelance writer. It means that you work for other people in short stints but you're not a worker there, okay? So, you might be a freelance writer that writes one or two things a year for a company and that's all you do. Uh let's see here. Yusuf says, hi, Bob. How are you today? I'm good. Finally, I'm able to attend one of the live lessons. I just wanted to say hi in the live chat. How is that? Hi, Yusuf. It's good to see you. Thank you for being here. Uh let's see here. So, Semra says, hi, dear. Hi, teacher Bob. What do you think about dirty and hard jobs? For example, coal mining. Actually, my occupation is about animals. Sometimes my jobs become dirty and hard. I think people who have dirt under their fingernails and people who have a red neck from working in the sun are awesome people. I have always appreciated people who work in fields where things are hard and difficult and where you need muscles to get your work done. I think those people are awesome and I just I just think they're great. So, that's what I think about that. Mostly because almost my entire family 
um, did work like that or still does work like that. My uncles and cousins, etc. Um, let's see here. Yelena, will it be correct to say what are you if you want to know where the person is working? Yeah, it's very informal. Like, oh, you work at the hospital? What are you? A doctor? What are you? A nurse? Like, it's it's not a kind way to say it but you could say that. Yes, for sure. Uh, let me see here. Next question from Dimitri. Hi, the best Bob in the world. Do you agree with the statement that the best job for one is when one will be going to that job even without getting a salary? Yes. So, you you know you have a good job when you say things like, I would do this job for free. No one would actually do a job for free but if you love your job enough uh, that you would do it even if you didn't get paid. Um, let me see here. I'm just gonna check where we're at. Yes, I got two questions left. Mikhail has a question. Hi, Mr. Bob. My question is, do you speak as in YouTube as in daily life? I mean, emphasis and speed. Thanks in advance. Right now, I'm speaking my normal speed. I've been speaking my normal speed for about five minutes because I'm trying to get this live lesson done. On YouTube, I speak a little bit slower than normal but I probably speak the same speed in my classroom. When you are a teacher, you are taught to speak clearly and um, to enunciate and to pronounce everything correctly. So, Mikhail, for the last five minutes, I've been speaking my normal speed but I do in my daily work speak a little slower than normal. Uh, Let's see here. Tamil, how do you motivate yourself when you get tired at work? I used to drink coffee and that doesn't work anymore. When I teach from home, I just have a nap at lunchtime and that energizes me again or I go for a walk but um I am able during my lunchtime to just go for a quick walk and between classes, there's a 10 minute break and I can just go for a quick walk around the school. That always helps me um if I am not motivated. Hey, I have to go to work. Um, I don't know what you guys are all doing right now but I need to leave for work. This was fun. This was a fun English lesson. Thank you to the almost 600 people who were here watching. Remember, there is a live question and answer lesson tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you watch uh, my channel, this video will come out in a couple days with automatic subtitles and a shorter version of it that you can re-listen to and it will help reinforce what you have learned. This was a lot of fun. I gotta run. Do you know those phrases? I gotta go. I gotta run. I gotta get going. Um I hear that Jen started my vehicle for me. In the winter, you have to start your vehicle early so it gets warm but yes, um I won't be able to say bye to everyone in the chat today but you guys know that uh I think you're all awesome. Have a great uh Friday night. Have a great weekend. Uh hope to see you tomorrow in the live lesson. Bye everybody. Bye. I'll just keep waving. Hi, Bob the Canadian here. Thank you for listening to this English podcast lesson. If you would like to support me in the work that I do as an online English teacher, please visit patreon.com slash Bob the Canadian.